Hello, everyone. <laughs> I wanted to see like how long I could riff. <laughs> Welcome back to the What Are We Doing podcast. I am your host, Becca, with my co-host, Ari. What are we doing? We needed a change. You know that what was I mean? A, that, like, was a, that was a good intro, I feel. That was really good. It was different, unique. We're keeping the listeners on their feet. All of the above. Also, I feel like I was really close to the mic for like the beginning, so I feel bad. Sorry. If I just so we're blew really out your, sorry. If I just blew out your eardrums, I'm very, very sorry. Yeah, she's a, just a sorry Ari. Um, so for those of you who are new, not that I feel like we got any new listeners, but like you never know, just to cover our bases, this is What Are We Doing podcast where two post-grads talk about what they're doing in life and how they have no idea what they are doing. We start off every episode with a high and a low of the past week, so that's what we're going to do now. I like that we're explaining it because what if some people just like hopped in and didn't know and all of a sudden I'm like, tell me something bad about your week. Yeah, and everyone's like, who are these people? And they're like, why are these people so negative? (laughs) You never know. People could think that. Yes, you're right. I I know. Okay, so what's a low? (laughs) So the low is basically, um, so my sister came this weekend, which that part's not the low. Uh, My sister came to Michigan because she's going to school here. And um, I took her out to dinner Thursday night with her friend and then right after, they were just like, okay, we're doing this. At dinner, they're like, we're doing this tonight, then this tonight, then this this weekend. Then we're doing this, and we're seeing this, and blah, 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 blah. And um, and then I dropped them off. They're like, bye. You know, and they left. And I just came back and felt so old and, like, so washed up and was like, I'm Ugh. going to work tomorrow. And, like, I think what I was explaining to my mom, what's hard for me is that I'm in the stage of life where it's like, okay, you're a post-grad, you are, are working Monday through Friday, then you're doing fun stuff on the weekend, and you're you know, living your life, you're on your own. But I'm still living in my college town. Yeah. So it's like a very, very, almost like uncomfortable feeling because it's like yeah. I can't, I'm not going to go out with like college people, but also... Like I don't. But also, live in you're a only city. a year removed. Yeah, right. you're I, only a year removed. Exactly, and I don't like live in a city or anything like that. So it's just a little bit of a hard feeling. But um, but yeah. So that that was just a little bit of a low because I was like, I want to do that, and I'm like, wait, but you're out of college. It's almost like, you know, those people who are like, oh, to be young again. Like that's literally how I feel. <laughs> but I think it's also. Yeah. I know the years after college are like some of the best years but it's also because we're in a pandemic and I'm living in a college town that I can't fully experience that so yeah so that was just something I was trying to like reconcile with um Mm -hmm. this weekend but but yeah so that was my low what about you bud I feel like I feel like that's a good low um not like a good low but like I I can understand how you can feel like that like totally it's the worst um my low is also about being an adult, and I was just, like, trying to budget um, recently, which is never fun, and I was just, like, 
looking at like, okay, how much I make a month versus like how much my rent will be and then how much I got to put aside for student loans and how much I have to put aside for my car. And it honestly made me like very overwhelmed and like pissed that I was like, why does every single thing cost money? Like I'm mad. Oh, it's and so literally also, at the end. Of, oh yeah. Sorry. Keep going. Keep going. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. I was just saying I feel the same exact way because like literally at the end of every month, like I get stressed because I'm like, I know I'm going to have to pay rent and like all this Ugh. stuff. Oh, I can't even think about it. And I also just learned that car insurance doesn't cover like if you need a new tire or like if your brakes fail. It, like, doesn't cover that. That's, like, a whole separate thing, which makes zero sense to me. And I don't know why I was not taught this in school about, you know, basic car insurance facts. But I didn't realize that. I also didn't realize I could pay off a car with a payment plan. I really thought I was going to have to, like, fork up $20,000 cash. Like, (laughs) so um, learning a lot, learning a lot these last couple days about, um, car ownership and it's just gotten me very stressed which I think is normal though like you have to learn it at some point okay one I still don't understand insurance second of all I can imagine (laughs) you like showing up to the dealership with like 10 suitcase or 10 like briefcases and like opening up and there's just like cash like full cash and you're like take it or leave it I'm like I just took this out of the bank If, if you want it give me the car yeah no you can do payment plans um so I might do that stay tuned it's also really good to like build credit again no idea what the hell that is also Fun fact, everybody, you can't pay off a car with a credit card, but you can, yeah, you're not allowed to, I guess. Or just like you can't pay rent with a credit card, you know? Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. So, but then everyone's like, oh, but you're going to be earning credit when you pay off this car, but I'm not using a credit card to pay off the car. So how on earth am I earning credit? There are definitely like finance majors listening to this being like, I'm pretty Kicking sure. themselves in the shins. And here's exactly why this podcast is called What Are We Doing? Because we don't know what we're doing. We're probably talking out of our ass. Literally. But I'm pretty sure, like, right now I'm using a debit card to pay off stuff. Yeah. And I actually need to get a credit card. That's something on my to-do list. But <laughs> yeah. but I'm building good credit by, by making my payments on time, by making sure I don't go into debt or anything like that. And so, so credit I, and credit card are different. So then, I, yes, yes. And I can apply oh. for a credit card and they'll look at like how I spend my money with my debit card and oh. how I take out cash and how I handle my money and, and make my payments and be like, oh, like she does well with, she is able to manage her money well so she can get a credit card. Credit and credit cards are different. Credit card like works with credit, but but you but don't different. But you can build your credit by managing your money well, and that can help you actually get a credit card. And then once you have a credit card, if you manage your money, the well opportunities it, are endless. Well, once <laughs> you but once but credit also applies to credit card. I'm pretty so like once you it does it does it's like a credit so, score. So yeah, so if you like when you make those pay for stuff with your credit time. card, and then you make those payments, you pay at once you get yeah. your statements, like you pay it. Then when you go to like put a mortgage down or like to buy a house or whatever, sure. they'll be like, oh, well, we can give this to you because you have good credit. But if you have like really shitty credit, right. then you like can't. But you can like build up your credit. I don't know. It's all super confusing. It's all really, really crazy. Like so. you wouldn't really like get it. Like it's like kind of like yeah. yeah. You, like, totally wouldn't get it. It's, like, a, a U.S., like, credit score thing. So, whatever. Um, 
I need a high. Tell me a high so that I can stop stressing out about money. Like this will solve it. Yes. I have a really, really good high. I mean, not a really good high, but I just had a really, really awesome, fun Friday night. Um, Two of my, or three of my friends came in um, to visit. And then also I was with my other um, three friends and we just went, basically we had dinner outside it was just a beautiful weekend everyone was outside we had dinner we drank so much we had so much fun we went to different outdoor bars we met people we talked we laughed we it just was a great 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 friday night fun and then and then saturday we just relaxed and and watched um a tv show but uh, otherwise it just was a really my friday night was just great so it was it was amazing that's incredible. We all need a good vibe kind of night. I'm glad that you had that. I had the similar experience, but during the day today, because of science and vaccinations, I was able to go into this family's house. That's, that sounds so weird. Um, basically, I, I've been babysitting random for family's house. <laughs> yeah, I was able to just knock on the door and go inside. No, I've been babysitting for this family since... Their first kid was two, and now their first kid is eight, and they have two more kids. And I was able to, like, actually go inside their house, see them, hang out with them. Like, it was just, oh, it was incredible. Like, I'm so close with the mom, and, like, the kids have gotten so big. And I feel like with kids, like, during during the pandemic, you, like, don't realize how fast they grow over, like, a year, especially not seeing them for a year. Like, one of the kids is, like, full, speaking full sentences to me. And not that they were in a year ago, but like, you know, it's like he's an actual kid now. And then they have a two-year-old or a one and a half-year-old who's walking. But like the mom was saying something so crazy to me is that her one and a half-year-old was like born probably like three months pre-pandemic. So he has never really seen like strangers. So like he like didn't understand. Yeah. So like he didn't understand who I was in the house. Like not that one and a half-year-olds would, but like. Their one and a half year olds in normal times are used to like waving hello and like waving goodbye because like, you know, that's what, just what they're taught. Like, oh, wave hi. This kid does not know how to wave. He's like learning how to wave because he just never had to. Like, and he's going to recognize everybody with masks. Like, it's just crazy to see a pandemic through like, you know, a one and a half year old's eyes kind of. But it was insane. It was amazing. I'm so glad that I got to like go inside, see them, hang out with the kids. We played Just Dance on the Nintendo Switch so fun. It was banging. And this four-year-old, let me tell you, he is, I just think kids are so funny. He like went up to me and he's like, do you know all these songs? And he was pointing to all these Just Dance songs. And then he pointed to the Billie Eilish song, All Good Girls Go to Hell. And I was like, I, I do know that song. And then he looks at me and he goes, yeah, good girls go to hell. <laughs> I was like, that song's on Just Dance. <laughs> Yes. And then he started doing the say-so dance from TikTok. He was like, yes. didn't even know this. I'm like, you are four. Like, You know it's day and, night, day and night to morning. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. There's also, didn't even know this. You're right. I know. I think it's day and night to morning. The I think there's like two verses. Look Please, it up. Can we get a, we, can we get some uh, I'm pretty sure help there's not. Set? I didn't even notice. There has to be. Because Look that's up. what I've been seeing really quick, really since quick. March of last year. I'm looking it up. Say so lyrics. Okay, let's see. Wait. No, it's not letting me. Hang on. It is. It is. We're good. Okay. Day, night, till morning. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. 
<laughs> no, there actually is. It's the next verse. Didn't even notice. No punches left to roll with. Okay, got it. Okay, good. But okay, to be fair, nine times out of ten, when I think I'm right, I'm wrong. So this is like that yes, really this is, rare. Yeah, this is very rare. Yeah, Chicken. but. <laughs> <laughs> we have to okay wait when Ari and I were in Italy we might have told this but when Ari and I were in Italy I was like being a little bold on the tour and the tour guy would like ask questions and then like people would shout out the answers and I was like very passionate that I, my answers were right what was the first one it was like what are these statues modeled after and I was like Queen Elizabeth yeah and it's they were like, like we were like no. fully in like Venice Italy <laughs> yeah and you just like I see Ari who's like this history buff like like face palm every time I say this and then they asked what Pomodoro was they go oh like who knows what Pomodoro is and I'm like chicken and then like everyone got quiet and he was like actually it's tomato I was like oh of course of course anyway so I'm usually wrong but um we're gonna quickly switch gears to me being wrong and we're gonna rewind remix over to our topic of the day which is a little shout out to irish anna who just went on her first date not ever but with a boy and was reaching out to ari for advice and we're going to talk about first dates the ins and outs you know before during after the mindset we should all be in for these first dates maybe some cute first date ideas. We're really just going to shoot the shit about first dates. Isn't yeah, that right, I think bud? It, uh, yeah, and I think it's a good topic because it becomes a thing a lot, like, after college, because I there wasn't really a lot of, like, first dates and stuff, like, during college. It usually starts after when someone's like, hey, can we go on a date? And you're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's so foreign. Wait, like you don't I'm, just want to invite me to your house and like then we just I'm like chewing hang ice. Out. That's okay. For those who were curious what that sound was, I'm just You're like, you don't ice. just want to invite me to your house and we like sit on your couch awkwardly and then I leave. Like the first dates like actually become a thing. Right. So sorry, real quick before we jump into the segment, I have to tell you what happened to Ryan. Ryan is literally living like Lizzie McGuire she realness. Is. Yes. So she got asked on this date by this Spanish boy. And he is a hottie patati, let me tell you. And so he asked her on a date. He was like, I'll pick you up at 7 on, like, Thursday night. And Ryan was like, great. He picks her up in, in a car, which is, like, already impressive. Like, whoa. Um, opens the door for her, gets her in the car. They go out to eat, orders for her, like, orders the whole menu. Like, gets her a drink, um, pays. He, he literally pays the bill. Um, like, they hold hands as they leave the restaurant. He brings her back to her apartment. He, like, walks her up to, like, her apartment door, kisses her goodbye. Like, and when I tell you, like, she will never be treated that well by an American boy again. Ever. The amount, like, I say this all the time, and I see on TikTok, the bar is so low. We No, and right. I, do, I actually disagree with you. I do think there are guys who treat girls like that. Like, I've seen it. I agree. But, but, but for the most part, like, culturally, our bar is so low that we literally just, like, accept the bare minimum, even less than the bare minimum. So it's yeah. like, but then you go to these places like Europe, and th- I mean, I'm not saying, like, every European boy is great. I'm sure European girls, like, no. they fucking suck. But there is, like, a sort of chivalry and a sort of, like, hey, let me, you know, treat you like a decent human being and not like an object and you're like what (laughs) 
And I'm like, okay, I would kind of expect that behavior from, like, maybe, like, a 27-year-old, like, someone who's, like, a little more mature, because, like, guys don't fully mature until they're, like, 25. No, no, no. This guy is fully 21, treating Ryan like she is Well, look at, like, a lot of the guys, like, I think about, like, Finley and, like, Luke Trotman and... Um, yeah, Love Island, and, like, and they are like moved in with their girlfriends, whatever. And you think like, oh my god, they're probably like twenty. No, they're like fully like twenty, twenty one, twenty two. They're young. They're very mature over there, um, and they know how to treat women. Obviously, not all of them. There are probably still some assholes, but yeah, Ryan is fully living Lizzie McGuire realness, and he Go speaks Ryan. Spanish. I know, right? He speaks Spanish and not really English very well. So I was like. I was like, how did that, how did that go? And then I thought about like the TikTok that was like me using my basic knowledge of like what I can buy from the grocery store in Spanish. And like, <laughs> I'm like, I can picture that's the only topic they talk about on the date or like only present tense. So I'm assuming it went well. Yeah, we're not adding any fancy grammatical stuff. No, it's like, I eat now. I eat bananas at the store. I buy this. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Anyways, back to the first dates. Um, first dates are daunting. First dates are weird. I don't have a ton of experience with first dates as the first date that I went on with my boyfriend, we got lunch at a local hot dog chain and, um, (laughs) and I mean, clearly it went well because we're still here today, but I really don't have any experience with first dates, but you've been on a fair share of dates. Yeah. I I wouldn't say, I know I have more friends who are way more experienced than I am. I, like, this is kind of a hot take, but I just, at the time, like, I really don't love first date. Like, I'm going to be honest, like, my, I know it's, like, something you have to do because it's, like, you have to go on dates, whatever, but, like, my dream would be to, like, kind of know the guy first, have met Mm -hmm. him maybe at a party or at a bar or at mutual friends or at a social situation. And then he asks you on a first date. So you like know them before versus like, and you have things to talk about. Yeah. A lot of the first dates I've been on, it's like, I kind of, or like, I don't really know them or I've met them online. So then you're kind of like, Hey, Hey, like what's up? Like, and it's just, I mean, Honestly, the first dates I've been on have all been like super lovely, but it's just, it's, it's a weird situation because it's like, Mm -hmm. if you really think about it from like, if an alien were to come down and describe it, it's like you, it's so weird, are going to dinner or drinks with a stranger and you both know that your objective is to like feel each other out and see like do you see I a thought romantic? you were gonna say like feel each other up. No, no. Feel each other out, but see if there's like a romantic future. Oh my god, what was that? See if there's like a romantic future, but then you're also like not saying that and you're asking right. questions like, Oh, so like tell me about your family or whatever. And it's just and you're kind of like and then you leave and you're kinda of like, hey, you know, I don't know, it's just it's just it's the weird. whole thing's kind of awkward, but um, I do think with the right person, it definitely flows. It's definitely good. Yeah. Um, I just, first dates, quite honestly, terrify me, but I give really Agreed. good advice to my friends about first dates. Same. Like, I have really, really good advice. And then I'm like, when I go on a first date, I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah. But I have a lot to say about first dates. So if you have any guiding questions, I have like so, so much to say on them. 
I can think of some guiding questions. Um, let me I, let me real quick backtrack. I have been on another first date. It was with um, Tangled Boy Bud when I was in junior year of, of high school and he was a sophomore. I can't give any more details in oh, case. Oh, I know this. I know this. Yes. This is the situation that you not not forced me into, but um, I went I on a date with this man's. No, no, no. The later on. The, oh, yes, the, yes, yes, yes. When we were in Greece. Um, I had I went on a first date with this man's and he couldn't drive. So I had to drive us. And just the whole date was we went to the mall, like super oh uncomfortable. Then God. we tried to watch a movie and we watched Tangled. And the conversation was not flowing. I could not wait to drop this kid off at home. And, yeah, we never had a romantic connection from there. Um, anyways, so, yeah, that was horrible. And I really was sworn off from dates. I was like, if they're all going to be like that, like, I don't want them. But then I went on date with LinkedIn Boy, and it was better. But I do agree with you by saying, like, first dates, yes, they're awkward. Like, they're so weird. But with the right person and, like, the right chemistry, they can be very fun and, like, easy like if you're going on a first date with someone who you can't talk to about anything and it's just awkward they're probably not the person for you and the thing is 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 I think it's hard for people to remember like that's what first dating but that's what dating is and first dates are yeah. is that sometimes you meet someone and you just don't hit it off sometimes you meet someone and you do and, and sometimes okay. you meet someone who you're like I don't know but um that's okay I think we're like what if it's awkward what if it's horrible well then like it is like you're not gonna die <laughs> like you're not gonna drop right. dead if it's bad you know it's, <laughs> it's it, you'll be fine I think yeah that's something that I was telling Irish Anna is like it's honestly all about the mindset like you're going on a first date you're not committing to marrying this man like exactly it's like it's you're literally all about the mindset and it's it's an hour or two hours of your life. Worst comes to worst, you're having a horrible time. You make up an excuse and you leave. Like you're not stuck in a, I don't know, escape room with a man you never know to like try to get out of. Like, I mean, unless you're doing an escape room as a first date, which sounds horrible to me. But um, yeah, it's all about a mindset. You must go in with the mindset of like, I'm just meeting someone new. I'm not meeting them, you know, as a future match I'm not meeting them as a anything else I'm just meeting someone who I've never met before that's how I would say it or I mean or I'm meeting someone who I kind of know and kind of think is cute yeah and I think you gotta like downplay it yeah and you just have to be like I think as girls a lot of times we freak out and be like what if he doesn't like me what if he thinks I'm weird what if the conversation's awkward what if I can't fill the pause like no why don't you take the situation and be like what if I don't like him like this is yeah. also like for you to decide I know we freak ourselves out like what if I'm not pretty enough what if I'm not but like this is a time to decide whether you like him and it, this is a first date this is not a death sentence like just like <laughs> literally chill out Go on and be like, hey, this is a good just to meet someone new and talk and learn something new about someone. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You are not bound to this person. You don't have to marry them. And I realize as I'm saying this, it makes so much sense to me logically. But when I, mm -hmm. whenever I get asked on a first date, I literally... I, I Panic. I, I literally, like I almost throw up. I get so nervous. Yeah. And I think it's, it's definitely harder, like said than done, like... But I also think you kind of have to think of, like, first date as, like, networking. Like, 100%. 100%. That was perfect. Yeah. yeah. 
because you need to like no one likes it no one likes to network but it's like a necessary evil like you have to do it everything's gonna have a first date like we all wish we could just jump into like the four months in a relationship when you're like thrilled happy love each other kind of like you skip all the awkwardness but like that's how you get to know someone it's all that awkwardness and we'd be lying if we said like first dates will never be awkward if you just you know be, be confident and have a better mindset but no like they still will be awkward so I think my next guiding question bud actually I guess this is my first is when things do get awkward on a first date this obviously doesn't mean it's up to the girl to fill the awkwardness but what are some ways that you think can make the awkward awkwardness subside like do you have any like guiding questions like so anything like that no I don't think you should ever plan (laughs) your questions or anything like that I think there are things you can do beforehand to try to mitigate any of the awkwardness that could potentially happen so one of the things is I don't think personally I don't think a first date should be like a dinner or a meal I think unless you know the person unless you really know the person you're comfortable with them like I think if you don't know the person if it's new I think the first date should be something where it could be quick so like ice cream or drinks if you're old enough or um something quick I don't what mini or I don't Mm. even think mini golf even I mean yes yes I mean I'm just partial to it being like an ice cream or a drinks or something like that that's true maybe for the love of god it's not a movie for the love of god don't see a movie as your first oh yeah do not see a movie because that's the worst one but i think it's you never talk you just sit there oh my god yeah it's horrible but if you go to like a dinner or something where it's where you do something that takes a long time i actually do think mini golf could be good because you're kind of talking and doing something like if ever you're doing something too it actually helps but um, I like either like a drinks or an ice cream type of thing because it's qu- like it's more like you can make it quick. It could be before something. Yeah. So a lot of times like I if I do something, I'll do a drinks with a guy before mm-hmm. like knowing I have a planned dinner with like a friend or something after. So I can be like, hey, I have dinner with a friend at. Yes. At like eight or at seven thirty. So why don't we get drinks at like five thirty six or something like that? So that you know like you have an escape route. You have a time that you have to yes. get out there. And also if you like it, you're like cutting it off right before and you could be like, hey wanna, you know, but let's plan another one. And then if not, you'd be like, it was so nice meeting you, blah blah. And then you have a way out of there. Um that's actually risk. really smart. It's really smart. And it eliminates a lot of awkwardness. And yeah. I think that again, we are so scared of like awkward pauses and awkward silences but then you really think about it like why like it's just it's not your job to like make it and they're probably just as scared and just Mm -hmm. as nervous about the awkward pauses and silences and it's and sometimes it's just good to just kind of live in them and be like okay like you I don't have to feel every single thing and if they're the right person for you then you'll be able to it you won't really feel like that because you'll constantly be talking or in a conversation you know right no that's so true and I I also think about the having plans after even if you don't actually have plans after like I've I've been impartial to be like like maybe I don't do this for dates but if I'm like maybe getting coffee with someone who I like don't I don't want to spend a lot of time with I'll be like oh I have something at four 
like if I'm getting coffee at three, I'll say like, oh, I have something at four, even if I don't, which yes, is okay. Always have an escape route. Always, 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 period. always, always. But then the thing is, if it's going well, and then you maybe don't actually have that thing, you could be like, oh, I'll cancel it for you. Like, you know what I mean? You can always be like, oh, I can stay a little bit later. Like, but it's always good to have something just in case it's going horribly and you want to dip out as fast as you can. Um, with that being said, first dates are so odd, but as Ari and I were saying, try to do an activity, try to do something that doesn't require you to be like set in a fixed place. I mean, but let's like brainstorm like some, we, we also, I want to talk really quick, um, to our valued listeners about etiquette before and after the day. I was, thank you for reminding me. Yes. So, and I'm sorry. I know people are like, you know, it's 2021, blah, blah. I still think that a guy, and this is me personally, I want a guy to kind of, you know, take charge of that, to text me, to do all that Cancel stuff. Cancel like, Ari, there's anti-feminist. A, there's, already <laughs> so, well, there's already so much inequality anyways, and I'm like, it's fine. Like, they can handle that. But um, anyways. <laughs> there's a wage gap. They can afford it. I know, so I just, I think that before, so I think that, If a guy doesn't text you, I think that the guy should make the plans and he should text you early in the day, the day of, or even the day before Mm -hmm. to be like, hey, we still on for tomorrow. Confirming. He should always confirm the date. If if it's the day of and you're like, are we going on this date? Like he hasn't said anything. And then it's like five o'clock and he's like, yo, like, no, you, you need a confirmation. Again, ladies, the bar is low. We do not accept guys who like do the bare minimum no then after the date I think if he pays and everything like that I think it's I think it's nice for you to be like hey just like thanks so much for the date like it was really awesome like getting to meet you blah 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 and then or if he should maybe able to text you be like it was so nice getting to meet you I think that if he it's I don't think if he just doesn't respond or doesn't really give you anything back, like, no, bye. No. Yeah. Hard no. Um, Then again, but I also don't think it's too bad for the girl to maybe reach, like, if, mm, I don't know, if they're not reaching out to you, do you think it's bad to the girl if the girl reaches out? Well, I, I a lot of times will reach out after the date and just because most, Every first date I've been on, the guy has paid for. So I think it's just nice to be like, thank you so much again for getting the drinks. Like, I had such a fun time, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's just nice for you to say something because... And then... So I don't really think... I just personally think if they pay and they make the effort of, like, making the reservations and doing all that stuff, like, you should... It's it's nice of you to thank them. And then... Oh, for sure, for sure. If you... And then hopefully they respond back and say, are you still there? Yeah. You I don't just, know. You my just sister, exited out. No, my sister just tried to call me and I'm recording. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm recording the podcast. Um, but I think it's customary that you should say something. And I think yeah. that it should always be like, he should always ask for the date at least three days before 
Like if he never a day of. Like if he wants, to, not even the day before. I mean, unless it's like a spontaneous, hey, like I actually I thought I had something, but something freed up, and I really would love to see you if you're the, you know. But I think that. I think he should give you enough time. So, like, if he wants to set up mm-hmm. a second date, he's like, I'd love to see you again. Um, and then you keep talking. I do not think it's like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow night? Or, hey, tonight, what's up? Yeah, like, no. 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 No, no, no. He has to give you ample amount of time. You could be busy. You have you, ha- you we, could have we a roster. We better. Yeah, no. Yeah. We, we, our time is valuable. We could be, have plans with friends, family, whatever. And, and for the love of God, you do not cancel your plans for that man. Oh, never. If a guy asks you on a first date or on a date and it's like too, like, because the thing is, here's the best response is when you're like, is when you're not like you asked too late or whatever. You're like, oh, actually I have plans tonight. Wish you would have asked earlier or something like that. Because it's like, if you say something like that, because it's like true, like your, your time is valuable. You're a valuable woman. And like you make plans with friends and to do stuff. You're not sitting around waiting for him to text you to ask, to hang out, to go on a date. So like, if he asks too late, then like, that's on him. That's it. Exactly. That's on him. And also, so let's, so a little bit of like after date etiquette. I personally think it's totally fine. Like Ari and I were saying to, t- to text him and say, thanks so much. I had such a good time, blah, blah, blah. And then it's all about reading what he says back. If he says like, I had so much fun too, let's do it again. Great. But if he said, yeah, me too, don't, you're not begging this man to hang out with you again. Like you're never begging a man to hang out with you, period. In the first place. Totally. Um, and I think it's easy for like first dates. Like if you had a great time and like, you want to see him again, like it's easy to kind of get stuck in your head of like, Oh my gosh, like he must have had the best time too. So I'm definitely gonna see him again. And this is my new boyfriend. No, no, no. You gotta read the room. Just because you had a great time doesn't mean he had the best time, which is like hard to hear, but like you, there's two players in the party. You gotta evaluate both situations. Um, and yeah, you really just gotta play it like that. You do not become obsessive. This man, no man is worth becoming obsessive over, especially over one well, day, which is. Oh yeah, keep it's on. hard. Well, well it's, it's hard. It's especially hard during COVID. Because, like, yeah, you need one hard. man, as, as we know with Ari and Boat Boy. Yeah, well, it's hard for girls because a lot of times, and I'm not generalizing, not all girls. Like, I know a lot of girls are, but, like, for me specifically, like, I, or I think for, I mean, I think for a lot of us, we meet a guy yeah. who's, like, nice and we're into, and then we immediately start, like, future planning, or, like, and planning. then, which could be, which could be scary in the fact when you're, like, oh my God, then I have to like date, then I have to marry him, then whatever. Or if you like him, then you're like, and then he'll ask me a second date, then a third date, then we'll start dating and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, take all the future part of it as much as you can out of it and just kind of see how out things goes. Think, see how things go. Because if you make too many expectations or whatever, it's just, just remember it's a first date. It's a first date and that's it. And you'll see yes. where it goes from there. Don't start getting too ahead of yourself. And I guarantee you that you'll be happier because of it. Like, it's obviously easier said than done to be like, go on the date and then live your life. Like, like, don't put all your effort thinking about him. But at the end of the day, like, what's meant to be will be. Everybody comes into your life for a reason or for a season. And, like, if this man is meant to be in your life, he'll, he'll be in your life. And, like, you obsessing over it doesn't change the outcome that's meant to happen. I personally feel like that. Hundred percent. I agree too. I think. I truly think. If it's right, you'll know it's right. 
I'm not saying that Agreed. you'll be like, it'll be like a magical thing, but you'll like feel it. You, you, if you're, you know, like with friends, with guys, it when you're not trying and you could be yourself and it just kind of flows and they're into you, like it'll work. Like if you're having yes. to try, if you're having to chase, if you're having to question whether he's a t- like, no. No. If you're begging this man for a text back or to open your freaking Snapchat nope. or whatever, nope. That's, please refer to our fuckboy episode. Um, oh, yes. You will learn all about uh, that type. But, yes. So, I think moral of the story, first dates are weird. First dates are weird for everybody. They're not just weird for you. They're weird for both parties involved. Network the hell out of yourself. It's a necessary evil. You got to do it. Try to stay in the best mindset you can. Easier said than done. But your future self will thank you for it. And... Yeah, never feel bad about reaching out and saying thank you. Like, I don't know. I always feel like people get like, oh, never be the one to text first. But like, honestly, it's 2021. Text what what you want to say. Um, and, so, yeah. and shout out to Irish Anna for giving us the idea for this episode. Yes. Thank you for letting us use your real life experience um, to exploit it for the podcast. <laughs> we appreciate you. Um, and we are sorry that this episode came after your first date. <laughs> Hopefully you can utilize some of this information for the next one. Um, okay, let's jump into our What's Poppin' segment where Ari and I talk about what is happening in the pop culture scene. Let's do the little intro. Da, 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 da. What's, what's poppin'? poppin'? I'm pretty sure we have the exact same What's Poppin'? And it is that the beloved Prince Philip has died. I actually have a different one, but... Oh, you didn't choose that as yours? No. No, I didn't. Oh, shit. Well, let me just real quick, Queen Elizabeth, if you're listening, I am really, really sorry that I manifested your husband's death. I I did (laughs) not mean to. Like, it was a complete accident. Like, I I wasn't wishing death upon him, but let me tell the story for everybody who's confused. The night before Prince Philip died, the last thing I searched before I went to bed was just, like, pictures of him. I was like, oh, I wonder, like, how old he is. I wonder you know, when he's going to die because he looks like a walking walking corpse, no offense. (laughs) And I Googled that and I was just looking it up. And then I went to bed peacefully. And the first text I got in the morning was that Prince Philip has died. And I immediately felt responsible. So I just wanted to issue a public apology saying I'm so sorry, Queen Elizabeth. So the royal family is coming after you? Yeah, so now I'm being canceled by just the royal family. And I'm really sorry about it. And um, that's just really sad. Like, it's... Not what I did. I, mine obviously didn't help or do anything to him. But it is really sad that he passed away. Like, he was a rock in that family. He has some questionable behavior growing up. But he truly was, like, you know, a, a monarchy icon. Yeah, it's just, like, weird when such, like, iconic people die. But, I mean, he was he was really old and he was really sick. He was born so. before the Holocaust. Like, yeah. Let that sink in. Well, my grandparents were born, like... Well, I know. (laughs) But, like, his sister was, like, in the Nazi regime. Like, he had, like... Like, I don't don't know... I don't know why that's so hard for me to, like, understand. Is that, like, there are people that, like, still have connections to, like, Nazis? Like, I... Oh, yeah. The Nazi connections are real. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, Obviously, his siblings have all passed away but did you know his sister bud died on a plane crash while giving birth are you serious like she was giving birth in the plane when the plane crashed That's and everyone died insane 
Oh yeah. my gosh, that's that's horrible. The things you learn about in the crown. <laughs> it's crazy. I know. I should watch it. You really, really should. Because now I know that Prince Philip cheated on Queen Elizabeth, which, like, I guess he, he didn't did? have any other choice. Yeah, divorce wasn't an option back. I mean, it still is not, but he cheated on her with a beautiful royal ballerina. Um, e. Wait, he also when? just did a lot of questionable. Wait, when? Back when they were married. Wait, so well, why, now, did they, why did he cheat on her? So he always had like kind of like a struggle for like power in a way because like obviously she is like a queen and he was he was just a duke and then she had to give him the prince title so that he could like feel better about his like title and power um and then she they always just kind of had a weird dynamic like she asked him to do something and he said no and then she said I mean obviously this is just like what royal you know Histographers, whatever their names are, figured out. But um, he, he, she asked him to do something, and he said no. And then she said, "Your wife's not asking. Your queen is." And then, like, it really kind of like shows you that like power struggle of like you have to set it, set aside the fact that they're married. But he cheated on her with a member of the royal ballet. He also told Prince Charles it was okay to cheat because like everybody does. Like <laughs> it's just like. He wasn't the best guy. Yeah, no, but bye. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not, not, not I don't mean like bye, like your dad, but I'm saying like, well, bye, just like you're, I don't, I just, I just canceled. think that's, that's, I think people be like, well, it was hard for him. Like, no, I'm sorry. Just because your wife is like powerful doesn't give you license to be an asshole. To cheat. Right. And I think it's just kind of like all he, all he knew. And, um, it sounds bad, but like divorce wasn't an option. Like the queen knew about it. The queen was like. I know this is happening, like, I understand. And then he, he said, I'll stop. So anyways, if you haven't watched The Crown, it go, this all goes into detail in it, so it's actually very interesting. But rip Prince Philip, you will be missed by someone. I don't know, not me, but someone. <laughs> um, mine, real quick, and I don't want to get too into this because it's just, like, a huge topic, is the Khloe Kardashian bikini scandal. Oh my god, I completely forgot that happened this week. Yes. So basically, I guess like Chloe's grandma posted like an unedited picture of her in a bikini and like she looked good. She looked like a normal human. And the Kardashians like freaked out and they're like trying I think they were getting like like the law even involved to, like to get this picture removed um yeah. from the internet. And she wrote a whole thing about like um, body image and being body compared to her sister and being compared to her sisters. And here's my response to that. One, I totally, I mean, it has not been easy for her being compared not to her sisters all. and all that stuff. So I, I completely get it. Like that, it makes sense. However, like she does edit her photos so much. And like so that much. picture that was posted of her wasn't like some ugly troll picture. Like she looked, she looked beautiful and she looked normal. Yeah. And, and she didn't look fat or anything like that. And it's just like she has a daughter and being like trying to get a picture removed where you look like you and you don't like completely edit your entire self. Like, I don't know. I just, I just, it didn't land well for me, to be honest. It didn't land well for me either. I also, I like the way that I was thinking about it was like, if you're in that spotlight, like uh, there's probably a million photos of herself that are posted that she didn't love, you know? And the fact that she, like, publicly 
well, I guess they tried to keep it private, but, like, publicly went after all of these, like, media outlets to delete it. And, like, it was just, it was just making the photo more seen. Like, people were then, then reached, like, it didn't help her. If anything, it, it made the photo It exacerbated more, the like, problem. Yeah. Like, if she wanted the picture to go away, just don't talk about it and, like... That's and all like her poor grandma who was just like trying to be nice and be like my beautiful granddaughter. <laughs> and like she's the t- you're the one who started what the this. Fuck grandma. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like <laughs> So yeah, no. I I completely agree. I think it's they already like the Kardashians are already setting like an unrealistic expectation for beauty and the fact that she wants this like real image taken down is like it's kind of sad and it just makes me feel like ugh, like if the Kardashians aren't even happy with themselves, like, no one can be, honestly. It's what it seems like. But it's not true. You should be happy with yourselves. Yes. True. True, true, Preach. true. So that's um, my what's poppin'. That was a good what's poppin'. I honestly forgot that that happened. Um, yeah. Do you have a blast from the past, or do you have a what are we watching? I have a what are we watching. What are we watching? Okay, great. The, the the theme song for what are we watching is just like you have to say it to the point where no one knows what you're saying like why are we oh I also have a why are we I also have a why are we keep going what's yours so mine is I think I talked about this last week but I said I was gonna start the show called the Irregulars which I think I that yes. was the show I said it would start and I did start you're going to give us an update yes I'm on episode three or four. And I like it. It's not, like, my favorite show in the world. It's definitely, like, kind of creepy and, like, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But it's, like, good. Like, I mean, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's, like, the most amazing show. And I'm like, oh, my God. But it's, like, a good watch. Um, Yeah. Like, I, I don't have that much to say. It's a little gory, like, scary. Like, there are mm. some, like, like blood, like, scary bits. Blood. But blood but it's um in the it, it's a very mysterious you don't really know a lot but um i don't know like the the set is like really cool because it they really make it look like um you know because it takes place in victorian england and there's like sherlock holmes involved and it's a cool take so i don't know i'd recommend it if you were looking for something to watch like it's kind of it's just like fun and different so yeah sounds a little scary it is a little scary. Well, maybe I'll have to watch it, but maybe not. Um, I'm going to start Dairy Girls for everybody yes. who's concerned. That will be started, I believe, tonight. And I finished the Dancing with the Devil documentary. That was my best impression of Demi Lovato. Um, for those of you who haven't seen it, that one is really scary. But I watched the last impression of it. Impression? That's not what I'm trying to say. Installment. There's four. I watched the last installment. And it mentioned our good friend Max Elric. And (laughs) not in a good light, I will say. (laughs) But they didn't go into too much detail. But one thing that I thought was really interesting of it, like a takeaway that I got, was that she is not... Are they calling you again? Hello? Oh, no, sorry, it just went, I got a low battery. Oh, um, sorry. One thing that, uh, a key takeaway, which I thought was really interesting, was that she is no longer sober and plans to not be sober, um, hopefully for the rest of her life, is what she's saying. So. So, what, so, does that mean she's, like, gonna drink and, like, do 
so she great question she i'm confused sorry i'm like not very well versed in this so no no no. don't even worry she was sober for six years because like management kind of forced her to be but she was miserable and she thinks that ultimately led to her overdose Mm -hmm. and she says in her mind and with her addiction if she's told no of something it makes her want it more which i think a lot of people can relate to like if you're told you can't do something like especially if you have an addictive personality like you're gonna crave that um so she said she will never go back to hard drugs like the drugs that almost killed her because when she she had smoked heroin after the after the overdose and it didn't get her the high that she wanted and the high that she wanted was from fentanyl which would kill her so she said once she had that realization that like the high she wanted would cause her to die she was like i don't need those anymore but she knows that if she were to quit cold turkey again like she knows this ultimately would happen again so she's allowing herself to i believe she drinks like maybe a few like nothing crazy and she smokes weed cuz she knows weed won't kill her yeah and yeah, so, but then there's, like, it's interesting because they had other celebrities in it, like Elton John, who's been sober for 30 years, he, like, flat out was, like, moderation doesn't work. She's not, this is dumb. It's not going to work for her. Interesting. Like, all, yeah, he's, like, we've all tried moderation. We all thought we could handle it, and, like, we can't. But I think that is up for Demi to figure out herself. Her case manager, who's, like, you know, monitor monitoring her, um, is helping her with that, and I thought this was interesting. She gets shots that stops the something receptors in her brain. And it's like an opioid blocker. So if she was to go back to hard drugs, she wouldn't get high from it and it wouldn't kill her. So she wasn't getting those and she's going to get those for the next like three years, I guess. It's pretty interesting. So if this is something that interests you, watch the documentary. She does a great job of like explaining about what happened gives you a good insight into her life and I don't even like Demi that much but I just think it's like it's an it's a very fascinating story that is really 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 interesting thank you for sharing that bud and that was what we were watching (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a blast from the past do you nope alright guys see you guys next week bye (laughs) peace (laughs) Can you imagine? That's just how we end it. Like, all right, great. So see you guys. Um, anything else you want to add, bud, for the, to close us out? You are young. You are fun. Go be fun and flirty. <laughs> oh, Live but I'm going to start reading. I'm going to start reading Save the Day today. The one I told you about, the Jenny B. Jones, there oh, you yeah. author. Yeah. And tell me if you like it so that I can decide if I want to read it. I think it's like romance. <laughs> sex young love so what's not to like also i just finished a book you would love bud and it's called it ends with us by colleen hoover okay i shall check it out you must pretty soon we'll start a what are we reading book club that would actually be kind of cute yeah that would be really cute i don't know if i can commit to that yet i just have so many passion projects in my life yep yeah well okay everybody thank you guys so much for listening as always we are what are we doing podcast we post new podcasts every monday available wherever you stream your podcasts and we are so thankful for all of our listeners make sure to follow our instagram which is wad.podcast follow ari and i on instagram and 
share this podcast with your friends. Give us a rating. What what should they rate us, bud? A five stars. <laughs> what if you're like a three? <laughs> right in the middle. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like just be honest, guys. <laughs> okay, guys. We will see you guys. Well, you'll hear from us next week. Bye. Bye.